All right, uh, let's get in your Bibles again in Romans chapter 4. I just want to share with you some, uh, like, what is in my opinion. Uh, Abraham as an extraordinary example for the Christian today. I know we're talking about a, a patriarch uh, who born, what, uh, like 2,000 years uh, after, I mean, before Christ. And uh, he's been, you know, um, his, uh, his uh, background is, is really interesting. And uh, especially for the name. Okay? I'm, I don't know if something in me that I'm really, you know, uh, interested in the names. Uh, I... Like my name, actually, my first name is Jorge. Uh, I don't know, maybe many, some of you know that. My my first name is Jorge. My middle name is Alfredo. And I just I look in the what does that mean? My name, my name, my, my the name Jorge means uh, a gardener or farmer. And uh, I'm not in either either two of those. I'm not really not either a farmer or a gardener. No, I I used to have a plant. I put water every every day and it get dry and it was a, a plastic a plastic plant so I don't know what happened <laughs> <laughs> and the name Alfredo comes from Alfarero it means uh, a potter the one the one who worked with the with the with the things and mold and everything so uh, I'm not really good with that either but uh, the name uh, Abraham means you know father of many and that's that basically what the Lord put the name, his name of him, because he will be, you know, the father of the faith, not only for the, Gent- the, the, uh, the Jews, but also for us, for the Gentiles or, or the Christians even. So um, uh, he was, like I say, he was born uh, 2,000 years before Christ. He lived for uh, 170 70 years. And like I say, in my opinion, he was an extraordinary example for the Christian today. Okay? Um, he not only, um, we, we know his story in the Old Testament, uh, but also in the New Testament, he's mentioned a lot. Okay? In the whole Bible, 230, 231 times is mentioned the name Abraham. And in the New Testament, it's mentioned him 71 times. So that's, that means that he was really uh, used as, as an example. In the book of Hebrews, in chapter 11, he's mentioned it 12 times, as well as uh, his wife, Sarah. Uh, so he's considered not only the father of the, Jew, the Jews' nation, but also the father of the Gentiles, or the father of, of the faith. Uh, I remember when I... Um, I, I didn't grow up in a Christian home, so I know the Lord when I was 18, 18 years old in, in 1992. And um, uh, I remember when I heard the, the song, Our Father, Our Father Abraham, for the kids, you know. And I always want to, to sing that song with the kids, uh, and uh, especially in the Union Church. I always want to, because, you know, it involves a lot of movements, you know, and singing. So I like that. And, uh, uh, and because he was justified by his faith uh, long before the nation of the Israel uh, exists, uh, Abraham is, uh, I think, is just like us. You know, he had also many um, faults and many and sins. He fell in sin. And he was not a, a perfect man. Uh, but God always showed him his grace. 
okay, and his, his uh, mercy. So today I just want to talk to, about some qualities that we find in Abraham and how this can help us today in our spiritual life, okay? So the first one could be, like Abraham, uh, we believe in God, okay? I think that's uh, the main one. That's, that's the one who started everything. Abraham's uh, background, like I said, is very interesting. Uh, he, he used to live in Ur. It's a, it was a pagan city. He might be, was a pagan too. Uh, he might be worship uh, uh, idols, you know, and goddess, uh, and those uh, when, where, where he was come from. But when God called him, you know, to to start the the, the new nation of uh, the Jews, the Israel, you know, he the Bible says he trusts God. So that means that God, it wasn't because he he was a, a, a good man or he was a, a man who uh, always worshipped God. No, he 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 was he was a, an idolatry. So, but. God see him, seeing him, grace. So he, yeah, God called him, you know, to stay away, said, uh, get out from that place, you know, and start a new journey and start a new city, the, the promised land. So this should be the starting point for all of us too, okay? Uh, many of you, maybe, like I said, like, like me, I, I wasn't born in a Christian home. I know the Lord when I was, you know, in my teens, uh, years. But uh, maybe some, some of you may be born in a Christian home. But that doesn't mean that makes you uh, a believer since, since you're born. You know, you have to, you have to um, uh, know the Lord for yourself uh, personally, you know, in your heart. Okay? And that's also, we, we've been trying to teach our, our children too. You know, we have two, two children, Anaid and, and Daniel. And they know, they know they, they're not, they're not Christians because we are Christian or because I am a pastor on the, or they are a, a pastor's kids. You know, they have to find the, the Lord by themselves, you know, and they have to know the Lord by them, by themselves. So, uh, we need to believe in God and faith is what produces salvation. Okay. Like Abraham. He, 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 uh, believe in the Lord. He trusts the Lord. He, and uh, we see this in this verse uh, 3, in Romans chapter 4, verse 3. What, for what say the scripture? Abraham believed God, and he was counted unto him for righteousness. This, is, this comes from uh, uh, Genesis 13, uh, 15, 6. We would say the same thing. And Abraham believed uh, Jehovah. So a personal faith in God is one of the greatest needs for every person in the world, okay? That's more than uh, anything we need, okay? Maybe uh, you need money. Maybe you need a, a house or you need a, a good work. or uh, Maybe you need a family. Or, uh, there, but there's no other greater need in, a, in, in the man that salvation, okay? That's the main thing. We can have everything else. Like Abraham, he, he, he was a prosperous man. You know, he had a lot of animals and a lot, and a lot of land. But uh, he realized he, uh, that he, basically what he needs is uh, the Lord uh, or God in his, in his life. Okay. Uh, Acts, uh, I remember this verse, Acts uh, 16.31. Uh, maybe of you know this verse too. And they said, believe in the Lord, on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be safe in thy house. When I got saved... I remember Pastor Raymond, uh, or Brother Raymond, Pete Raymond, uh, some of you know him. Um, 
he 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 testified me right before right after the service the first service i went to a baptist church uh he set me apart when every when everything was done the service and people is leaving you know he took me apart and said you want to you want to get safe and i i did it i did in that moment I didn't know exactly what he was meaning but I just say yes, because I, I, I am like a yes man. I always say yes to almost everything. I say yes. So, um, and um, except when pastor invite me to hunting, I say no, because I don't like hunting. <laughs> I don't like hunt. So, but I, I, I say yes. So he teach me, you know, through the Bible, how to get saved. I got saved. I do the prayer. And then uh, after that, he, he told me, uh, he showed me this verse, Acts 16.31. and say, memorize that verse. And put it on your heart, because uh, God will work in you and in your family. And uh, that was in March 7th, so it's uh, 30 years now ago, I think. Yeah, 30 years ago. So um, it was in March 7th or 8th. And then uh, I've been, you know, reading the verse, memorizing it, and, and, you know, praying for my family. Uh, a few months after, my youngest brother got saved. And uh, the same year in December, my parents got saved. And uh, in June or July next, the, the next year, my other brother got saved. So uh, praise the Lord, he, he works in, our, in our, my family. But it wasn't because we, were, we, were, uh, we became a good person. No, it was because, you know, the Lord, you know, we, we claim the Lord. And we, we, we used to be Catholics, okay? And you know how the Catholic is, you know, they worship, you know, uh, saints and uh, the uh, Virgin Mary and some other things. But um, God take us out from that uh, religious thinking and put us in a relationship with the Lord, and praise the Lord now my, my dad is a pastor of the church. My brother have uh, uh, his pastor in another church. Uh, my youngest brother, he's the one who does not want to get involved in the ministry, but he helps my brother in, in, the, in his church. So it's uh, faith, you know, uh, give us salvation. And so if you're not saved to the, today, uh, you don't need anything else but just put your trust and your faith in the Lord. Okay, this morning. Uh, also, faith gave us security. Okay, security. Faith not only gave us salvation, but also gave us security. We are sure that uh, when, and when we, are, uh, we are with the Lord, uh, God reassures us uh, of his security with our faith. Okay, so if, if you go with me to Genesis chapter 15. Now we move on to the uh, book of Genesis chapter 15. We're going to stay in the book of Genesis for a while now. So I don't care if you lost Romans uh, 4, so you don't need that. But let's go to Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. It said, After these uh, things, the word of the Lord came to, unto Abraham and in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. When Abraham uh, moved to the promised land, he was afraid of the pagan people there, that they, they, they lived there. Okay, so, but here in this verse, we can, we can see, you know, the, the, uh, the security that God gave us once we trust in him, okay, that uh, the Lord will protect us, that he will be our, our shield, you know, and he will be re- reward us, okay, uh, with his grace and his mercy. Uh, so there's something that only a Christian, only a believer can uh, experience. 
Okay, not in anybody else. Maybe some other people may maybe they feel secure in their religion, and, and I mean in their religion or some other in their profession or some other things. But uh, at the end, what happened at the end? If they don't been trusting in the Lord, they go they go to to the condemnation. So all that security was is uh, it was in vain. The only true security we have is in the Lord. And it was by, by uh, faith. Okay? When, when Abraham believed in the Lord, he believed uh, God. You know, God uh, gave him his spirit, but also gave him this security. And can you imagine what, happened, what could happen if Abraham didn't obey the Lord? Where, where the, uh, the Israel were, uh, will be now? Okay? So it's because he obeyed, he trusted the Lord, and he found you know, that security in him. So God spoke to him, uh, telling him that not to be afraid because he was his shield and he, he will reward him. You know, um, I remember when, when we moved to, from, from Juarez, from Mexico to Madison, uh, for us it, it was a, 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 a unique experience, okay? I don't know how many of you have been through, you know, this, this change, you know, from one country to another but for us, it was a big change. And everything was different. Everything was new. Everything was, you know, complicated in the beginning, you know, with the language, with the, uh, the uh, even the transportation. It was really hard. So it wasn't, it wasn't an easy thing to move, to, move uh, to a different place, you know. But because God was the one who called us to, to come here, you know. Uh, we was here. The first time we, were, we, we came to Grace was in night in. November, September or November 1999 is when we came here first. And we met Pastor, we met uh, Brother Juan Gomez and Raul and Brother David. We met them. We spent here for maybe a couple, maybe three, I think it was three months. We stayed here for, for three months. And when we, we moved back to, me, to Mexico, we finished our, our college, you know, and then uh, by 2003, God called us to come back here. Okay, to Madison to help in the Spanish ministry, and like I say, it was it was not uh, really what we were expecting. You know, uh, I was uh, talking to my my pastor down there before, and it was in 2000, 2001, when I was I was talking with my pastor and say, I think God is calling me to go as a missionary to Peru. I don't know why I, I was feeling that God was calling me to go to Peru. But he, you know, Pastor, Pastor Raymond, he was a really wise man, you know. And uh, he always, I always trust him, you know, his wisdom. And, and he said, well, think about it and pray, uh, pray for that. And may, if God opened another door, just go through that. Because God, God is the one who's going to help and guide you. So as soon, that was in, I was, I think, April, May in 2001. By July 2003, and it's when I met the Pastor Howell again in one of the missions trip to Juarez, and he invited me. And I say, okay, let's put it in a prayer. Let's put it in, in, in God's hands. As soon as I went to my work, I used to work in a, in a construction company. And I say, I, I, want, I, I would like to have some vacation time uh, in September. So he said, you know what? You was one of the ten people who are gonna put in a layoff. So what do you think? We, we we just put in a layoff right now, and you can leave. So, <laughs> so he say okay. So that was 
for me, it was a show, God is showing me that he don't want me to go back there. So that's why we, we decided to move here, because I, we can see God's hands in, in our lives, and we can see God's protection, okay, and security. So, and, and I, I don't want to talk about too much about me, but that's something that I, that's only I can share, uh, you know, saying that God is really working. God really can work in your life, too. You know, if only you ready to trust in him, put your faith in him, and, and, and obey him, you know. And, and God will protect you. God will give you security in, in, in your faith, okay. Number two is, like Abraham, we can start over if we have sin, okay. Uh, Abraham... Like I say, uh, he was uh, far from, from being a perfect man, um, and he fell into despair and sin like uh, many of us. But uh, that's not what I, what's important, or, or that's what not I want uh, to focus on. Uh, but I want to uh, focus on how important it is to repent and do the right thing again. Okay, like Abraham did, uh, when when he saw a problem, when he get involved in a in a situation, you know, they were in the Negev and, and uh, in Canaan, and they, they the uh, fem, a feminine feminine came. How do you say that? Feminine, yeah, a feminine, and and that and that. Feminine, okay, thank you, feminine. And uh, he thought, you know, it was it was a better it was better for him and his family to go back to Egypt. And that's uh, really uh, not a wise decision. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we are like him also. So if we if we get involved in a problem in a in a in a need or in a in a uncomfortable situation, it's sometimes it's easier for us to find the the uh, the easier solution. Okay, like like Abraham, he said, "Oh, we can't continue here. Let's move on to Egypt." But uh, and uh, we can see every time uh, Abraham go to a place, he built an altar to 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 God, and he praise him and he thank thank the Lord for that. Uh, but as soon as he get to Egypt, he realized he realized that that wasn't a good a good decision. He even lied to the to the Pharaoh, you know, saying, uh, "No, this is not my wife. She's my sister." And she started, you know, in a scene to another and another. And even though God prospered him, you know, in, in Egypt, but I I believe his heart was not, you know, comfortable with the Lord. So as soon as he get out from Egypt in in Genesis 13, he went out of Egypt and go back to to the Promised Land. He we can see that he built an, uh, an altar again. So, and that's happened. That that's also teaches uh, us, you know, to uh, yeah, we're not perfect. We can fall in sin, and and, I, and, I, and I'm and I'm I'm not to tell you do it. No, it's because it's it's, it's in our nature. Sometimes it's it's uh, something that we can't uh, control because if we let our flesh, you know, uh, control us, uh, we're gonna start doing wrong things, you know. So uh, we have to, you know, submit our flesh, put it into that, and, and, and let the Spirit of God, you know, uh, guide us in, in our lives. Uh, so uh, Abraham, he used to, like I say, he used to make an altar to God uh, in every place he go. But when he arrived to Egypt, uh, he didn't build any, anything for, for, for God. So uh, if we're not getting involved in the things of God, we don't want to do anything for the Lord. So I know uh, sometimes you might have an opportunity to serve here in the church. But if you know you're in sin, if, if you know that you're not right with the Lord, 
uh, you don't want to get involved in that because you, you feel that the Spirit let, let you know that you're not right. You need to repent for your sin and get right to the Lord, and then you can, you can uh, worship Him. You can uh, uh, praise Him, you know, as uh, we, should, we should be doing. Okay? So uh, let's go back to Genesis 13, chapter uh, 13, verses 1 to 4. Genesis 13, 1 to 4. And Abraham went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had and Lord and Lot with him into the south. And Abraham was very rich in cattle and silver and, and in gold. And he went on his journeys from the south, uh, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Ai. Unto the place, unto the place uh, of the altar which he had made uh, there at the first, and there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. So we can see as soon as he he get back where he used to be, he praised the Lord again. He uh, go back to to worship him. So that's something that we can we can learn also from from Abraham. You know. I'm not a perfect either, so sometimes I make mistakes, and I fall in sin. But as soon as I realize that, uh, the Bible said in, in 1 John 1, 9, you know, if we confess our sins, you know, uh, uh, He is faithful, and He is just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that, that's something that only the Lord can, can do. That. And just like Abraham, uh, we have the same God as him. Yeah, he's the same God. The same way he forgave him, you know, and give him another chance, God also give us a second chance, and a third, and a fourth, and a fifth, and uh, as many we need, okay? But because the Lord loves us, and he wants us to, you know, to do the right, to, to do the right thing for him, you know, and he, so he, don't, don't miss that chances uh, that, that the Lord give us. But all, because remember this, that uh, brings forth, I mean, sin brings forth death, so we keep in sin, falling in sin and sin and sin. And suddenly, if we don't, we don't take the opportunity to repent from our sins, we can, that brought us to, to, to death. And then we'll be too late for, to repent. Okay? So number, number three, like Abraham, we can be generous. Okay? Like Abraham, we can be generous. Uh, let's com, uh, continue in Genesis chapter 13. Look with me, verse 8 and 9. And Abraham said unto Lot, uh, Let there be on strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, uh, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we, we be brethren. Uh, is not the, the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, for, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. And if you thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. Okay. So what we see here, uh, Abraham, like I say, he was a prosperous man. You know, his uh, nephew Lot also, but uh, he's he not also helped uh, his nephew uh, financially, but also uh, he was like a father to, uh, to him. And uh, Abraham, uh, he didn't want to get, you know, in a fight between him and, 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 and Lot and the, their, you know, their shepherds or their, how to say, her men. And, um, and so he let Lot choose first. Where, wherever he wants to go, he can go the other side. 
And that's something uh, that kept my attention because he's supposed to be the, 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 uh, the older man. He's supposed to be the, the one who chooses first, okay? He has the priority, you know, to let Lot uh, let choose him first, and then Lot can take the other way, okay? But no, he was a generous to say, you know, no, you go first, okay? I remember uh, uh, one of my, the message from uh, Pastor Raymond, uh, take the back seat. He always say, uh, take the back seat. He always say that because uh, sometimes we, we as a preacher, as a pastor, we always want to be in front and, you know, and yeah, we, we are leaders. We're supposed to be in front. But also sometimes we have to, you know, take the back seat, you know, humble ourselves, you know, and, and let uh, the, the other ones uh, uh, get first. And that what happened with, with Abraham. So we need to be generous to others, okay? Uh, that tells us about the uh, humility that uh, the Abraham had. Much has been lost today. Uh, this, that's something we need in a lot of Christians today, you know, this uh, generosity to other ones. Um, generosity should be an important characteristic in the Christian. The Bible constantly teaches us to be generous and compassionate one to another. And this attitude uh, uh, of the early church uh, it was uh, highlighted in this action of giving, you know, each, uh, each one that uh, need help or other churches that they need help. Uh, we can see in the book of Acts how the churches support either uh, other churches, you know, that were in need. And Paul was the one who, you know, bring the offering to the church in, in Jerusalem from the other churches. So we can see that generosity, you know, and that's something that we need to get back in our, in our churches. Right, we need to be more generous. So uh, we are in a in a country that God has has been blessed a lot. You know, like I say in a in a previous message. You know, we can. I, I remember when we first moved here. Um, uh, a few months after we we moved, we 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 was here. We found an apartment, and uh, and then but we didn't have any furniture. So. Uh, the, the people from church, they start bringing us furniture and, and things, you know, uh, pants. And uh, uh, one lady brought us a, a TV. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, I remember. And, and uh, one, one Sunday, we came from our house to the service on Sunday morning, and we found a couch uh, outside in the, in the house there. So I asked Brother David, hey, Brother David, can I use your pickup truck so we can get that, that couch? He said, yeah. So we we pick up the couch and we put it back in our in, put it in our apartment. Next Sunday we found the other one, the the love seat. So we took the the same one. We had the, the same one, and uh, that's something the only I think only we can find here in, in in the states, you know, in this country. So for me it was oh we can get those furniture for free uh, right from the uh, sidewalk, all right? That you don't see that in Mexico. You don't see that in Mexico, all right? There's a story of a man who find, uh, put uh, his mattress. He cleaned his mattress in Mexico, and he put it out in the sidewall, you know, to get dry from the sun. And some, some man just took it. Yeah, he took it. And then uh, when he came out and he didn't see the, his mattress, and, uh, you know, with a, through Facebook, he said, if you see a car with a mattress, and uh, a lot of people, you know, start sending pictures with, with cars with mattresses on the top until they... <laughs> Until he find, oh, it's that one. So they contact that person, so he, he get the mattress back. So, but that's something we don't, we don't see that in Mexico, right? So, but it's because 
God has been so generous, so we can give also to our what happened last night with the meal, uh, with the Spanish ministry activity, it, it surprised me a lot. And I, I, I think a lot of you, many of you also, surprised you how the Lord provided that amount of money. You know, so there's uh, people around us who, who need help. So not, uh, not just uh, money, but also we can give them from our time uh, words of encouragement or, or skills or some other, some many other things. You know, we need to be generous. And also, uh, we must be generous to God. You know, in the same, uh, uh, in, uh, I mean, Genesis 14, um, when Abraham, you know, rescued Lot, uh, the Bible said that uh, when he went to Melchizedek, the king of Salem, and he gave uh, to him all the tithes of everything. So we can see also that he was not only uh, generous to his, his nephew, but also to God. He gave to God what he, uh, he, he needed. So and we're talking about... Um, Long time uh, before the church, you know, began, uh, tithing is not limited to just the law or, or just for the Jews. Uh, it it's, must be a practice that comes from our uh, or or desire, you know, to to glorify God with something of how much He has given us. Okay, the tithe that we give to the Lord is is a minimum. It's a, just a ten percent for of what really God gave us uh, the rest. So starting for, with giving is uh, is only uh, uh, the the example that we have from the Lord. He gave His only begotten Son. That's the greatest the, the greatest example we can see in the Bible. Okay, so if God was able to give His only Son, why we can you know give uh, more? You know, for him. Okay. So, as a church, uh, we have a great uh, opportunities to serve the Lord and to give to the church. Okay. Uh, we have a great project uh, soon uh, as, a, as our new addition um, here, and uh, that's something we need to work on. That, okay. So, uh, but we have we have to work. We have to give, and we have to glorify the Lord, and He will provide. Okay. Uh, um, and also, that does remind me the faith of Abraham. When he was in the moment to sacrifice his son, you know, in the mountain, uh, he said, God will, God will provide. Okay. The, uh, Isaac said, well, there's the, the, uh, the wood, there's the fire, but where is the, the sacrifice? And he said, the Lord will provide. And he was, I, I don't know if I can do that to almost kill my son for, for, for the Lord, but he was able to do it. He was to, able to obey, but he was trusting the Lord. He, he will provide again. Okay. Uh, number four, like Abraham, we can pray. Okay. Like Abraham, we can pray. Let's, let's go back now to Genesis chapter 18, verses 23, uh, 18, 23. Maybe I'm not going to read all the, the whole story because... To read a couple of verses is really hard for me, so I read it uh, ten verses is harder. So, uh, but you can do it on your time. But you know this this story, right? When when uh, God came to Abraham and said He will destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because of their their sin, their sin was was you know really bad. Uh, and Lot was there living in, in Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, well you know, you know the story. But what I mean. You can see, you know, this, this dialogue between God and Abraham, you know. And more than a dialogue, he was like a negotiation, you know. 
But Lord, if you are you gonna destroy the, the city, if you found 50, uh, 50 righteousness people, and the Lord said, Well, I, I, I'm not gonna destroy it, but there was not 50. And he kept down, you know, uh, 45 or 30, 20, 10, even 10 people righteous. In, in the, will you destroy the city because of that? And he said, No, I won't. But there was not even 10 people destroyed, uh, righteous. It was only Abraham and his family. So, and we have to, or, or questions about uh, Lot's uh, wife, you know, about his, his faith, her faith, I mean. But um, what is, if you want to know what prayer means, it is, we can see it here. Prayer is just a communication with God. We can pray, we can communicate with, with the Lord, uh, and that's exactly what has happened here. You know, they were negotiating, they were, you know, uh, they have this communication, and that's something we have to, we, we need to practice more too, you know. Like I say, we, I used to come from a Catholic religion, and we most usually just say uh, 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 phrases, you know, repeatedly phrases, the, 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 the Father, what do you say, the Holy the, the, or Father and the Mary and all those things. I'm not really, I'm, I don't really learn those things, never in my life. My, de- my parents, they, they did, but not me. But um, may, maybe, some, maybe some of you, they, they might learn those, those uh, uh, prayers, you know. But when we're talking about real prayer, it's only talking with God, okay, talking to Him. If you have a need, just talk to Him. If you, if you just want to praise Him, uh, talk to Him. You know, in a, in a prayer. You know, if you want to thank the Lord because something, just pray, okay? And, and uh, we, we should pray for, uh, uh, for those who are not saved. We, we should pray for a spiritual revival in our lives. Uh, we must pray for the uh, fullness of the uh, Holy Spirit in our, in our life, you know? That's something that is really need in, in the Christians today, you know? Yeah, we know the verse that we be full, full with the Spirit, you know. But uh, do we really live like we have the Spirit full in our hearts, you know? And that's not happen you, uh, just because we get up in the morning. No, we have to we have to ask God to you know fill our hearts with the Spirit with His Spirit. In order, but in order to, of that to do, to have that, we have to empty it ourselves. You know, we have to confess our sin. We have to, you know, give our our will to to God and and let be fulfilled with the fulfilled with the Spirit. So, we pray. We must pray to thank God for everything and to praise Him and glorify Him. And we know a lot of verses. Jeremiah thirty three. You know, uh, John sixteen twenty four. First John five fourteen. So, uh, when we pray. We we feel like uh, we like uh, we're we're talking with a true friend like uh, with, in God okay like Abraham was he said God told Abraham am I gonna hide it to my friend what I'm going to do with the Sodom and Gomorrah no because they they were really uh, close friends so God was able to to share him uh, what he's going to do and that's why Abraham was able you know to pray for his uh, nephew Lot to not get destroyed with the, with the city. So we need to pray like Abraham. And finally, in, in, at the end, uh, like Abraham, we can put our eyes on the eternal. Okay? Now let's go back to Hebrews. Let's go now to book of Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 9 and 10. Hebrews 11, verses 9 and 10. 
He said, By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacle with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, where, uh, whose builder and maker is God. Okay. So the story teaches that Abraham was a very prosperous man. He was a very wealthy, but he also knew there was not all everything in the life. He said he was looking for a, a, a city that was a builder was God. Okay. That, what does that mean? That means the glory. Okay, and and also the, in the New Testament we find a lot of reference saying that the, that we put our eyes, you know, in the eternal, put our eyes in in the heavens, uh, and uh, you know, focus our our, our our mind and our eyes in, in in the Lord. Okay, not only trying to please this world, trying to live like this world lives. You know, we need to put our eyes in the Lord. You know, and then. Yeah, we can have a, I don't say that, I'm not saying that you can't have a car, you can't have a, a nice house. Yeah, you can have, you can have, you can pay it, go, go for it. But don't, don't just uh, leave for those things. Because as soon as we left this world, uh, we don't, we're going to left everything here. Okay. I remember when my, my mother-in-law, before she passed away, she used to say, when, when I die, she tell the, the daughters, when I die, make a holes in, the, in my casket and put my hands out so people can see that I'm not taking anything from here. So he said. And also she said, when I, if, I, if, I, if you can put my hands out so I can fly, you know, when, when I go to heaven. So uh, she, she was so, so nice. But um, uh, yeah, but as a Christians, in this world today, materialistic, you know, and... In, in, uh, in, we focus on a lot in, in early things, but uh, as uh, Abraham, we need to focus more in the eternal, okay, in heaven. So if you trust in the Lord, you're securing him, you know, by faith. If you die, you go to heaven. But once, uh, while we, that happens, if we live here in this world, okay, or living would should be for the Lord, not for this, for this world. Okay, so when we adjust our lives and recognize this fact, our lives uh, take a new meaning of hope and joy and security. And Abraham discovered that God is is worth more than all the 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 wealth in the in the world. So we too we must you know put our sights on the heavenly heavenly things. Okay, okay. Let's have a word of prayer. Let's uh, stand up. Close your eyes. Bow your head. And now let's, uh, the Lord spoke to our hearts. I know I'm not, I'm not a really good preacher, but uh, the most important thing is that God uh, spoke to your heart, that the Lord speak to your heart, to your life. And so I just want to encourage you to open your heart to the Lord, to, that the Holy Spirit guide you to make a good decision to this morning. Maybe you're here. And you trust in your religions, or you trust in your good works. But now you understand that that, that's that's not going to save you. Only if you put your faith in the Lord. Put your faith, put your trust in Him. Confess your sins to the Lord. And He will forgive you. So, if you need to 
be encouraged like Abraham. Uh, just follow his example too. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray now that you guide us and direct us uh, to make uh, good decisions this morning, and, and we praise this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.